0: Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn.
1: Uh. Yeah. Uh. Welcome to episode 48 of Running Matters. My name is Matt North. I'm joined by my co-host, Paul Hadfield. How are you today, mate? Mate, I'm really well. First trip in the Sydney brewery. It's looking good. Pretty exciting. We're actually sitting around the bats and they're bubbling away. Yeah, I feel like I'm in my element for some reason. <laughs> it's, it's comforting. Some people like waterfalls, some people like creeks. Wow music. Wow, wow music. Crickets. Right. Bubbling bats. Mm. <laughs> Feeling good. Our special guest today is uh, Sophie Brown. Thanks for giving up your time today, Sophie.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: No problem. Before we get into it, I'd like to thank our partners, Ranala, Sydney Brewery, Goo Energy, Go and the Allied Health, and Fractal Running Caps, I'd also like to thank Jimmy Carroll for doing the editing behind the scenes. Mate, you've got some running news. What have you, what have you got to report on?
0: Yeah, we've got a couple of our ex-guests, I, I suppose, have done some amazing stuff. So Scotty Richmond just came off the Human Hobble 100K on the weekend. And he ended up coming in second, but an interesting bit of news with that race, he actually got lost not once, not twice, but three times during the race... Went from first to fourth, and ended up running through and coming second in the race. And he ran ten extra k's yeah, during a, the race. That's a lot. So he, he got proper lost. Yeah. So I was chatting to him through the week, and he was yeah swearing at the top of his lungs on the course, just just very very frustrated. But apparently came home like a steam train in second. The guys in third and fourth just couldn't believe that he was running so quickly towards the end of 110 k's. Um, so, anyway, Im- impressive effort on the running, maybe not so much on the directional stuff, Scotty. Well done. Um, and then Steve Redfern and Simone Hayes, a couple of ex-guests as well, off to the World 24-Hour Track Championships in Albi in France. So I, I believe they're leaving this weekend. So good luck, guys. Enjoy your 24 hours of craziness around a track. Um, yeah, hoping to do Australia proud and,
1: yeah, run really well. Good luck. So, Soph, tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where do you do your training?
2: Um, so, I am 32 years old. I'm from the Northern Beaches. So, I grew up in the Northern Beaches. um Cromer and uh, I do most of my training with Run Crew. And that's the, the group that I uh, run with. Benny and
0: Lawrence's crew, yeah. is that correct? Yeah.
2: yeah, Benny, Gary and Dave Byrne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, our runs are around Centennial Park, um, but I guess since coming back from an injury about a year ago, I haven't run much around Centennial Park so I'm just doing my own thing yeah. at the moment. Um, so, yeah, Northern Beaches, Manly. Um, nice um, part of the world. Trails where I can. Yeah, yeah. You're
1: yeah. yeah. really? yeah, around the Manly Dam trails a bit? Yes, yep.
2: yes. It's a favourite of mine.
1: Yeah, yep. it's a nice area. Yeah. Well, I guess we need to congratulate you on uh, your recent Coastal Classic
0: win. Well done, Sadie.
2: Thank you. Thank How you.
0: was that race for you? That's an impressive result.
2: Um, it was a surprising result, actually. Um, it was, like, I did that race five years ago, um, and actually I did win back then as well, but I was pretty fit at the time, yep. and this time I did it, I was coming back from the injury, so not feeling fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I ended up getting two minutes faster than my last time. So right. I was, yeah, surprised, but obviously happy with that result. Um, and it's, it's interesting because I feel unfit, but obviously I've got something something there. Yeah, <laughs> um, something deep in
0: there, some
1: fitness remains. And it's,
2: yeah, it's exciting because I'm only going to get fitter, I hope. <laughs> yeah.
1: So while you're out on the course, yeah. you would have noticed there's a lot more boardwalk. Yes. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah. Um, well, it is a bit more like... I guess road running, but more like a. I was thinking it's like a roller coaster because mm. it's kind of up and down. It does feel like that, hey. Yeah, and and I have no idea if it's if it's faster or slower. Um, I think the K's, like distance-wise, it might be a little bit longer, but mm. it's probably faster in terms of yeah, you know, less terrain, less hilly well, stuff. You can just get, yeah, you
1: can get up more speed and not worry about tripping. Yeah, yeah, so, a bit more
2: confident. Yeah, better for people
1: with shit vision actually. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You <laughs> Should do that race again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be
0: back <laughs> coastal classic. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It was did,
2: interesting that because you could see the old trail next to you, and it was. Yeah. You're like, did I actually run on that? Yeah, like, that's, that's right. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> <pretty> rough. Eh? <laughs> this is really nice. Yeah. 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 Nice did
1: um, if I take you back to race day? Do you remember mm-hmm. about six k's? in, you might have come into a checkpoint, and there would have. I was there with my daughter, Indy. We were ringing bells. Had some music going top of the stairs. You don't remember that? No. It was
0: totally worth going. I'm not doing that every day.
2: checkpoint? No.
0: no. Okay. okay. Just a couple of nut bags. On yeah, the side that's right. I that. loved yeah. it. Loved yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've grovelled my way home every time in that race mm. for various reasons. So mm-hmm. what happens at the pointy end? Do you, like, do the last five k still hurt you, or are you in some sort of magical flow state at
2: this point? No, I grovelled. You grovelled <laughs> about, too. I grovelled from about halfway, I reckon. Oh, right. yeah. that's
0: good. <laughs> that's comforting.
2: Yeah, and then the last k was this enormous wind headwind yeah. um, on the day so that was fun oh, yeah, just, just head down and head down and running yeah you have um, people walking past in their, their ski jackets with their hoods on right. covering up and really awful, trying to it? run past yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Run. the um, when you get off the track and you hit that soft sand to get to Jim and Beach that's yeah. got to be the worst part oh yeah, yeah.
2: And you think you have finished before that, and then you see the whole beach. You're like, yeah,
1: it's a kick in the guts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even when you get on the road to get to the yes. end, the finish line, that's it's, it's another a, hill. And yeah. it's not easy.
2: Is it? It's a lot longer than you think. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so if you're known as the running dietitian, mm-hmm. uh, so what, what sort of patients or clients do you typically work with?
2: Um, so work with athletes, really. especially. Well, I've, actually, so with my work, I split my time. Um, I've got. Half of my time is the running dietitian and I work with um, mainly endurance athletes, um, runners, triathletes, uh, swimmers. Um, I have worked with sprinters as well. Um, And then the other half of my time, I work in mental health um, and do like disability, like NDIS, the National Disability Insurance Scheme. I've got a lot of uh, mental health clients and Mm -hmm. I do exercise physiology and nutrition for them. Ah, so you have a yeah, couple of strings so. to your
0: bow, the XPs and the dietetics. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. one time right. at uni there. How long were you studying for? Yeah,
2: I was at uni for six years. Yeah. Yeah. I started doing commerce. Okay. So I did a year of um, actuarial studies. Is that right? <laughs> yeah.
0: And realized that's just insanely
1: boring. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty
2: much. Pretty much. <laughs> and I had this like health science. So I loved Health science, I love nutrition. Yeah. So I, I went for that because of the marks. I could like, put that one first because you need higher marks. Mm-hmm. And then I got the marks and got in yeah. I did a year and I'm like, oh, nah. Not for me. Great call. So yeah, five yeah. years. I mean six years, but should have been five.
0: I can't imagine yeah. you was an actuary, so it you know, <laughs> just doesn't fit. Sitting at all.
2: behind a desk all day. That's yeah. Awesome.
0: Now the, the listeners at home won't be able to see this, but we've hooked Sophie up to a device that gives her an electric shock. If she uses the phrases "it all depends" or "it's all individual," so we should be able to mine her for some nutritional gems at this point, this is, I reckon. I can't wait to press it. Can't wait to press the button.
1: <laughs>
0: this is the first time i have used it, so we'll see how it works. Anyway, so some just some some basic dietetic stuff. I'm just going to mine you. So, so pre-race, what's yeah. the latest thinking behind the carb loading business?
2: Carb loading does. Like, the science shows that it does work. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get performance benefits if you carb load for events longer than 90 minutes. Yep. Um, and where carbohydrate, like, depletion is going to happen. So okay. for athletes who can't ingest or can't take on a lot of carbohydrates, mm. that might be a good strategy for that them. Works, yeah. yeah. Um, and then for the longer longer stuff as well. Because no one can take on as much as you're burning. Yep. And so the longer you're out there obviously the higher chance you're going to become depleted or you're gradually depleting yourself more and more. more, and more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, carb loading can be yeah, beneficial in those okay. situations. So
0: yeah. even in a scenario where you're able to take on food, like in a, an ultra marathon, it's still advantageous to take on a higher carb load before the race?
2: Yes, it yeah. can be. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I'd sort of given up on it, I reckon, but then... Yeah. Because I thought oh, I can get some carbohydrates in during the, day. the race.
2: Well, it also—I'm not going to say—depends. No, um, if you are more like fat adapted, so mm. the more well trained you are, the more fat adapted, or the, the higher rates of fat. Um, oxidation you have, so it may not be as beneficial for people who are well-trained yeah. or who have done any other nutrition strategies to become more fat-adapted. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: All right. And in, in that scenario, the fat adaptation stuff, is there any value in us going out and trying the depletion runs and the lead-up, like you know running on zero fuel trying to get our bodies mm. a bit better fat adapted
2: uh yes I, I am definitely a fan of doing doing that for one run like not yeah. not going keto or you know really low carb high fat for a long period of time mm. but yes like it's called carbohydrate periodization, where you you have more carbs when you need it and less when you don't. So doing one run a week, which is a an easy run,
0: yeah.
2: where you may be depleted.
1: Specifically. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't do it in your long run. Okay. Um, like because yeah, you, What's, you, what sort of distance or time you indicating? Uh, it's not it's not that specific, but um, usually a long run is is going to be tough anyway. Yeah. Like so you, I guess you have that risk of. Um, well it's too high risk to go depleted and, and not feel that because it's a tough run so, so you're less likely to over, recover from anything that anything over
1: 20 you shouldn't go depleted
2: uh, I wouldn't no yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: 20 would be yeah. the limit
2: so you? maybe do like a 90 minute 90 minute easy run yeah so, a long, so just the first thing
0: in the morning no no breakfast kind of stuff so.
2: if you want to get true depletion do a true depletion run you have to sort of deplete your carb stores the day before wow. with a high okay. hard session yep. and not Recover after that. Oh, right. And then get up yeah. and have low-carb or well, nothing for breakfast and go for I your easy that. run.
1: Sounds hard. You'd love that. Hard. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> hardcore. <That> sounds <laughs> hardcore. That, <laughs>
2: hard.
1: that would never happen. <laughs> that would yeah. never happen. So uh,
0: no, 9pm chocolate. <laughs> wolf you no. can't. No. Hey.
2: No ice cream. <laughs> no, no, no ice cream. And no. no mock-up for breakfast. No dessert that night.
0: You're really a lot of your character here, <laughs> yes, Wolfie. Yeah.
2: You could have coconut yogurt for dessert. <laughs> that's allowed. That's low low carb, yeah. Low
0: carb. So yeah. you can still eat, but just ease on the mm. carbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: yeah, it's more carbs. It's not food altogether.
0: Yeah, all right. And so... With that in mind, like, is chocolate milk still the gold standard in <laughs> exercise recovery?
2: I love chocolate milk for yeah, yeah. recovery, yeah. It, it works still, it, yeah, it's, thing? It does. It's got the balance of, of protein and sugars. Yeah. Um, it's probably, and they usually come in a quite a large size, so you do get enough enough protein, like 15, 20 grams of protein yeah. in a 600ml. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so it still wins. It's the quality protein that you need. Yeah. Uh,
0: Should we be drinking like chocolate soy extract instead, or is the milk that. Like, I know there's people out there that don't like milk a lot. Like, is it the same thing? Leave Cousin Benny out of this. Yeah, I was was asking for Ben. What's his latest? Oat milk milk. or almonds. He's milking baby almonds now. (laughs) (laughs) He's so patient. Yeah, so you're not, you're not anti-dairy then anyway?
2: I'm not anti-dairy unless there's an intolerance to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good.
0: Very good. Now, what's your uh, typical race morning meal? I know everyone's different mm. and I won't make you say that sort of thing because we've got a buzzer on you.
2: Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> Yeah. what do you tend to eat first thing in the morning before a race?
2: I eat what I eat most mornings, which is um, oats. Uh, like either either oats with... With milk, banana, and honey, so try and bulk up it with the sugar, yeah. Yeah. Um, Or a a muesli with milk, banana, and honey. (laughs) Or a sandwich with banana and honey.
0: (laughs) Simple.
1: Simple. Simple. What about you, Wolf? What are you getting? Mm. I've been having just oat bars. Mm -hmm. You know, like a muesli bar, like an oat bar. Yep. And, um, yeah, because normally when you're, when you're going away to a race or whatever, you don't yeah. sort of have to worry about packing anything. Yeah, it's so, convenient. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Uncle Toby's, they make like an oat muesli, bar and it's pretty... You can find it anywhere. Pretty, find it anywhere, supermarket. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. normally have two of them. And that's not very Double awesome. bar.
0: Double open, so. Obviously works. Mm-hmm. Nine hours, 50... What's your own? 50 three, surf coast three. century. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was enough that's carbohydrates impressive. in there. Oats yeah. are supposed to be a bit of a superfood too, so I feel like that might be cheating. Yeah, well, Zacky's having <laughs> it,
1: so
0: she <laughs> I won mean, as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get on, get on the, the I oats. Like? I think I like, might. Like, <laughs> what do you
1: have?
0: Oh, I look, I, I like a peanut butter and jam sort of toast kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah similar kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and a coffee just to
1: get the mm-hmm. ball rolling.
2: Yeah, gotta have coffee. Yeah.
1: Yeah, We've got some uh, great listener questions. I reckon we go to one of those. What do you think? Lighten it up a bit? I think we should. We've got a few actually today.
0: So, first one is from a friend of the show, Brendan Davies, actually. Oh, yeah. So, he wants to know when do you think the right time is to start drinking Coke during a race? I feel like this might be a hark back to you, mining him for information yeah,
1: actually on reckon, Coke specifically. So I reckon, yeah. What do you think?
2: <laughs> oh. You, okay. Or you can
1: say you know you, you don't you wouldn't really recommend it you know it's up to not everyone not everyone's into
2: it. I, I yeah, there's no I guess there's no right or wrong, wrong time to have it. It's um it's carbs and it's caffeine. Okay. Um so it depends on how much caffeine I said depends that, on how much <laughs> on how much caffeine you've had in the lead up to that and if you ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was a delay. Oh yeah, just just going.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> delayed machine. Um, yeah. So, how much caffeine you've had, and yeah, if you're right. using it for you for that caffeine intake? Like, okay. um, a lot of people like to have it from the second half. Hmm. Whether that's yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Brendan. Not really <laughs> very specific there. Yeah. It's okay. Sorry,
2: Brendan. Like with
0: the caffeine thing, like. Is it possible to reduce your caffeine tolerance in the lead up to a race to make it more effective during a race? Or is that a bit of a first I thing?
2: actually don't know the science behind that one. Okay. Um, but I have heard of people doing that. I've and I've even done too. it myself, like not have coffee the day, just the day before. Just the day but before. But I only have like one or two coffees a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. you know, I'm not. Yeah, Not really a great take no, no. Yeah. But don't
1: you think that could go against you? Because if you go, like you sort of taper off the coffee, so to speak, like you might have a week off coffee, yeah. mm. and then you go out on the race day, and then you're having hours of sort of coffee intake. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And we know that's that it's a bit of a shock it, it acts, to and what acts like diuretic, mess with your guts for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort yeah. of mess with your guts. Yeah. So that's the last thing you want, isn't it? we are in no so, danger of doing this
0: because I. Be terrible without a couple of coffees, but yeah. I'm just heard some people do this stuff. Yeah, just trying to work yeah. out if they're smart or stupid, I suppose. Yeah, stupid. What about um, what about the idea of flavour fatigue? We've heard this before a mm. few times. Is this just like an urban legend, like the yeti or the Loch Ness monster, or is it a real thing?
2: That is definitely a real thing. A thing? From what my clients say, they you know you have this this nutrition plan that they're they're following, um, but they might get to a point in the race and go, I can't like can't handle anything sweet anymore. I need something savoury, or yeah,
1: right.
2: yeah, and that or they look forward to that that different different taste, different flavour. Mm. So yeah, that, lots of people do say Have that. Have you ever so. had flavour
0: for tea personally?
2: No, I don't think I've run long enough to to do that. I've only run mm. eight eight hours is my longest, is your run? longest run. Yeah. Okay.
1: What about you? Ever flavour for tea? No, I sort of mix it up anyway, you know, yeah. so, mm. to prevent, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just figure like, you're doing an ultra marathon, it's really hard anyway, surely the least of your worries is the that flavour that's going into your mouth, it's just fuel, just yeah. put it in there and yeah. get it done, yeah.
1: and I don't, I don't yeah. buy it. And normally, by the time you hit the 40k's, everything's awful, I reckon, it's yeah. hard, hard to get in.
0: But is, is goo really that great to eat anyway? Like, even
1: before 40Ks? Goo energy Well, not that goo is amazing, but maybe any other gels. Oh,
0: well,
1: the competition's <laughs> rubbish, but... Yeah, maybe that's the Yeah, game. goo energy, great. <laughs> Love they're the gels.
2: sponsor, aren't they? What about the waffles? <laughs> oh, exactly. they're good.
1: Yeah. You should be having those for breakfast, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Not your oat bars. That's right. Did I say protect- uh, <laughs> I meant the
0: goo waffles. <laughs> so... In that sense, how many calories do you think it's possible to get in during a race? You know, like per hour? How, how much can you train your gut to take in, do you think?
2: So I, I actually work in carbohydrates rather than calories, but it's mm-hmm. very same, same. sort of same-same, yeah. Um, and they say you can, like, some the sweet spot is around 60 to 90 grams of carbohydrate. Okay. Uh, 90 grams is quite a lot. If you think about what that. What does that
0: correlate to calories-wise? you do the maths quickly. Oh, Times it by... Four. four. It's like three. Four. Now.
2: Times by four. Times four. Yeah. Okay. So right. 200. 52. Yeah.
0: Okay. 240 <laughs> to 360 sort of stuff.
2: Yeah. All right. That'd
0: be it. Okay. So 360 calories in an hour, you could potentially get into, you reckon?
2: If you train for it. If you train yeah. for
0: it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um... A lot of the studies, though, were done originally on bikes, so I feel like running Might would be, be a lot harder because you're bouncing up and down. And
0: yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That sort of stuff. The bouncing in the stomach <laughs> that makes it hard. Thing for me,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: but like physically, scientifically, that <laughs> makes it more difficult to digest food because you're yeah. bouncing around.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All
0: right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> And, and, and so do you think during a marathon, for example, when you're running at a faster pace, that that's a possibility to get that sort of amount in?
2: If you train for it. Still? You just have to, yeah, you just, and the thing with the training for it is a lot of people go out and try it in their long runs, hmm. which tend to be slower, slower and, and slower than race pace. So you've got to train for it in some of your harder sessions that's a good or tip. do a tempo run and fuel on board or take yeah, yeah, yeah. take gel or whatever you're having um, in the middle of a tempo run yeah, yeah to see how it goes yeah. yeah so you
1: do a bit of that no I don't. but do it I good. should I'm yeah. doing the long runs and it's always so much harder in the race like, yeah, yeah mm. so that's a really good tip
0: mm. yep faster running yeah brilliant mm. and are you a fan of the split hydration and nutrition business mm. like do you like to you know keep your sugars away from your fluids or whatever or do you think those mm. sort of Tailwindy kind of products, uh, you know, do you, think you can get away with that kind of thing?
2: Yeah, I think you can get away with it. You just can't rely heavily. Like, I wouldn't put all your um, fuel in your hydration. Yeah. Um, but you can definitely have half, half, or whatever it might be. But okay. ha- you know, because in different conditions, you're going to need different amounts of of um, fluid. You're going to drink more, obviously, if it's if it's hotter. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you don't want to have a cold day and you've been training, with, you know, for sort of, like, I'm kind of going off here, but if it's a cold day, you won't be drinking as much, so you
0: yeah, yeah, still yeah. it,
2: you probably have to then add some uh, food or gels or something on top of that. So, yeah,
0: so you don't want to yeah. tie in that hydration because of the weather, dependent on the time of the race yeah. or anything like that. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I, I can do that.
1: You know, did you just rely on tailwind the whole time for yourself? No. So I got to, um, it's funny when you were talking about flavor fatigue, but I didn't do any training with tailwind. And yeah. then during the race, I thought, I'm just going to have tailwind because it was out there. Because you're supposed to do <laughs> things on race day. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so, um, so can I have a go at that buzzer? Um, <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I just thought, yeah, I'll be fine with that. And um, it didn't work out for me. And so after about...
2: Because you're drinking too much of it? Are you trying to do lots of it? I think,
1: um, I, think I was balancing it with, with water as well. Mm-hmm. But I think after 50 k's, I just couldn't take any more tailwind. It just tasted too sickly to me. Yeah. But again, didn't train with it. And it was just uh, a new, you know. But, yeah. you know, you learn, don't you? You learn as you go. <laughs>
0: We've actually got an interesting listener question, speaking of which. It's from the captain. So it's, uh, after a recent successful 100-kilometre race, my tongue swelled up to three times its normal size. Was this an allergic reaction to success, or was I doing something wrong with my nutrition? <laughs> <laughs> this, is,
1: uh, this is This is who? This is Matt's oh, tongue. Oh, really? Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah. Must have been the success, I think.
1: <laughs> have you ever heard of anyone? Uh, um, tongue swelling. Up. No, I
2: actually haven't. haven't heard unless it. Unless I got stung weird. by a bee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you got stung by something. Did
1: you? Nothing I'm aware of. It was a strange um, experience, but it couldn't talk.
2: And anything else swell up? Or just tongue, like fingers and... No, no. Tongues?
1: No, okay. And it, and it came and went like within 20 minutes. So. Wow. The sense of
0: self-esteem was pretty <laughs> swollen
1: as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 yeah, they do say that, that they don't they? <laughs> thing swell so, uh, yeah, that was a strange experience. Sorry,
2: so. Yeah, sorry, I can't help no, you with that a, one. There's
0: no precedent for that one, you know, reckon? I
2: don't No, don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: no, I'm fucking weird. <laughs> that just, that just confirmed
2: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so topical stuff, but why are there so many vegans in ultra-marathon running? Yeah. Were, they, were they superhuman anyway, or did the vegan powers <laughs> make them superhuman?
2: I reckon they were... On the way to superhuman, anyway. Okay. Um, there are a lot of vegans in, in. I think it goes with the personality type you of reckon? running, actually. Okay. Yeah, just that. What's
0: the personality <laughs> of a vegan look like?
2: You <laughs> Don't ask me that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not a vegan. Though, <laughs> I'm not a vegan. Okay, no,
2: good. no. What's um, the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> why? Why, why, is, why are so many ultra marathoners vegans?
2: Who knows. I, I do think it, I do think it is personality type. Um, there's no evidence to show that vegan or vegetarian diets improve performance. Okay. So that's so, maybe not it. But I believe there's a lot of anecdotal evidence. People feel that they run better yeah. when they change their diet. But that might be because they were eating a crap before. diet before, yeah. exactly. Okay.
1: So what about, I, um, I saw this doco on Netflix the other day. It was about the strongest man in the world who can carry 1,200 kilos. Mm. Big bearded guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's a vegan. Have you seen any Mm -hmm. clips of Have you seen that preview on
0: Netflix? Same thing. So the quote was unreal. It goes, how do you expect to be as strong as an ox if you don't eat meat? And he goes, have you ever seen an ox eating
1: meat? And it's like, (laughs) it's genius. (laughs) Touche. Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
2: cool. So
1: so if these... (laughs) Top endurance athletes are, are vegan. The mm-hmm. Strongest man in the world is vegan. Mm-hmm. Why do we need meat?
2: There's also top endurance athletes that are not vegan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Good answer. That's, that's, not <laughs> that's not answering the question. Why do we need meat?
2: We don't. Yeah. You can live as being vegan. You can live as a vegetarian. You can be very healthy as either. It's harder. To, it is harder to get your nutritional requirements from um, a vegan diet, Mm. and supplements are often needed, particularly vitamin B12, um, maybe iron. But if you plan it out appropriately, there's no reason why you couldn't follow a vegan or vegetarian diet. If
0: you do it well. If you do it well. You can't just take that stuff away and expect to eat the same.
2: Yeah, if you take a whole food group away, you've got to replace... The nutrient that you're missing,
1: yeah,
2: or the main nutrient, yeah, with some something, yeah. yeah. And is
1: it more important for females?
2: Uh, it would be more important for females because they have a higher requirement for iron in particular, and obviously meat is your main source of iron. You do get iron from vegetables, um, spinach, but it's less well absorbed, so it is harder. To, to get that, so you have to eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of spinach, yeah. um, a lot of vitamin C with that, those um, foods to help the absorption. Um, but yeah, as I said, if it's planned out and
1: mm-hmm. you get supplements it. as well, can you?
2: if if you don't, if you can't get it from the diet, yeah. yes, yeah.
0: yeah. What's your stance on the role of vitamin supplementation generally speaking? Do you think we need this stuff or? It's a pretty big industry
1: now, mm. I suppose. Like, it
2: is. Um, I don't think it's needed if you have a well-balanced diet. God. It's not needed if you have a well-balanced diet. Yeah.
1: This um, is what we've always thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to get, have that confirmed. It's oh, free. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think
0: most people are taking in these multivitamins and then just piecing them away? Or like, do yep. the people <laughs> who buy them need them? What do you think?
2: Sorry. Do the people who are buying
0: these vitamins, do they really need do them? Do they
2: really need them? Yeah. Um, it depends on what their diet's like.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Ah. of did you,
2: you pick up that on I, that that, I guess, Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you take it in personally from a supplementation point of view? Or?
2: Some supplements. Um, I have caffeine. Mm-hmm. I call that a supplement. <laughs>
1: nah, that's
2: just delicious. <laughs> that's call, that, call that starting the day. <laughs> yeah, so I have that. And um, a little bit. Sometimes I'll have a protein. I actually do have a vegan protein powder. Yeah. Um, I'm not vegan, but it just it was one that had a particularly high amount of iron in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will have that like if as needed. Like if I'm in a high training load, or um, if I need a like a convenient uh, recovery. Meal or drink after a training session. Like if I'm traveling, mm. going, and I know I'm not going to eat straight away, I'll, I'll use a protein supplement. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, great. but not on a lot of stuff. Not on no, a lot of stuff. yeah.
2: No. What
0: about the idea of beetroot juice as a mm.
2: performance
0: enhancing aid? There, we've had yeah. a few people talk about this. Have you heard much about it?
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's um that's been proven effective to improve performance. Okay. Um, however, caffeine can actually. Uh, like, what's the word? Counteract it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I use that back in the day. I, I will probably use that again.
0: Beetroot juice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and how much would you be taking in to to be worthwhile? The
2: shots of it. So I wouldn't be taking yeah, the concentrated shots. So just.
0: Okay. There, yeah.
2: There's evidence for like an acute dose. So if you just have it before yeah. the race, or you could um, build up. Do it and have it like a week before
1: have you yeah. ever overdosed on it and then weed beetroot colour
2: <laughs> oh just oh. eating beetroots does that okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I haven't eaten that many too but really I've heard, I've heard it's been done
2: try a beetroot salad yeah. one day Yeah. No. And you'll be, no. be shocked the next day you'll be day. weeding red yeah yeah right yeah
0: We'll talk about the asparagus thing <laughs> yeah. another time, I reckon, but yeah. yeah, it's the third time we've talked about beetroot-infused urine on the podcast, so that's pretty good, <laughs> yeah. I reckon. Yeah, it's like 48 episodes, Yeah, pretty good ratio. It's weird. <laughs> we've got some good listener questions. Let's go to the next one. We've got, we've got one more, actually. We've got one more. This is from Johnny Mac, big friend of the show, actually. Uh, so, I, I struggle to find time to get a midweek long run done in between the pressures of work and family. Do you think I should leave work or my family?
2: <laughs> oh, Johnny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Obviously, very down the long run. Yeah, probably work probably, for sure. Probably work. Is this why you yeah. finished up Wolf? The...
1: Again. Game. Again? Game? <laughs> well, it's getting close to six foot training and, you know, <laughs> got to start thinking about these things. The so. midweek long run shouldn't suffer because of no. gainful employment. I don't think so. <laughs> I gave it a go. And, you know, full-time employment is overrated. <laughs>
0: uh, I agree. I agree. You would do well at six foot, though. Without working, you'll be, yeah,
1: you'll be good. I hope so. Yeah, you'll just, be good. I've just got to hold out too March. You've employment. done it before. I've done it before. And yeah. Yep, don't plan to work until the race, till after the race in March. Yeah. What Excellent. If, I was looking at uh, your resume. So not only did you win Coastal Classic... You got uh, second at UTA fifty. Mm. You uh, got second at the Alpine Challenge. You got third at Tarawera sixty-two kilometers. Mm-hmm. What's your six-foot time?
2: Six-foot time?
1: Have you done six-foot? Yeah, I have. Yeah, top um, ten, I believe. I yeah. was
2: third in that one. Yeah,
1: but well done. But,
2: but, but it was a slow year. Yeah. I was uh, four hours twenty something. Yeah. Or us, 21, I think. Please. Yeah. Please. Oh, yeah,
1: my God. That's, that's a good time for <laughs> that course. That's, that's I'd like to do it again. When are you going back next year?
2: i um, not sure. Not sure. Um, I might try a bit of sky running next year, maybe. Oh, well, I'm training for Old Ghost. That's 85K. In New Zealand? K, so in New Zealand, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be my next, that's my next big, big goal, because I've run 60 as my... Longest.
1: When When's that race? February. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: And tell us about sky running. What's sky running?
2: Sky running is like you have to have a particular amount of vertical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe it has to be at a particular altitude as well. So it's at altitude. It's mm-hmm. very steep. That's all I know about think, it. But it? it's a marathon distance, oh, right. um, so, usually.
1: Is it a series of races? That yeah. And, and there's certain races that qualify it to be? Yep. Yes, that's right,
2: yeah. So I think Skyrunning is in um, Spain next year? Huh? I think it's all across Europe. On? So there's, okay. there's a bunch of different <laughs> races okay. in the
0: Skyrunning series across Europe. And I think mm-hmm. um, even like Hounslow and a few races in sort of Oceania were built as Skyrunning mm. races as yeah.
2: well.
0: So I don't know about the, the, the Buffalo. Buffalo yeah, maybe, yeah. 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 So just
1: stuff where it's real birdie, I suppose. Yeah. So,
2: So I might be at a few of them next year. (laughs) Nice.
1: UTA, will you you go back there?
2: Uh, Eventually, yes.
1: Yeah. Maybe not next
2: year. Maybe not next year. Yeah. Um, I think I did Tarawera six foot and UTA last year, which is probably why I got a stress fracture in my foot. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So I'm going to be a bit more picky and choosy with yeah, the races I do. Them out and, then. Yeah, and if I'm doing an 85 in February, yeah, I I might be all right for a, a 50 in May. But yeah, time? we'll yeah. see. Yeah. So we've we
0: actually recently interviewed Lucy Bartholomew and Steph Austin about their struggles with health and injury. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, talking about your own battles there, uh, what do you think mm-hmm. you could do differently in hindsight to avoid this sort of seemingly inevitable consequence of ultra running
2: yeah i guess i guess when you get when you do get injured you you learn from it <laughs> and you look back at your training and your races and you think you know why did it happen and to me i think it's the the three rate the three ultras in four months Okay. after you know i was obviously i was building and building and i think training load was okay like i But, um, I, I do think it's too many races. um, Not enough for Yeah. And also, like, I know I'm a dietician and I know I need to (laughs) eat a lot, but there's a point where, like, I think I need to eat a lot more. Like. During? During training.
1: During training.
2: Yeah. Um, I just noticed at one point my appetite, like I didn't, didn't get hungry after training sessions as much. Mm. And I think that's a sign that your body's not
0: something's wrong. Yeah, there.
2: Well, yeah. So maybe not if,
0: absorbing what you need to be
1: absorbing. That yeah, sort of
2: thing. yeah. I'm not sure. Or... How many
1: K's are you av- averaging leading up to a, a longer event?
2: Um, a K's a week. Yeah. Uh, I was doing it's probably 90 K's a week is is comfortable. I, was, I did get up to 100 for a few weeks, but um, that's another thing. I probably don't really want to get up to that yep. now. I feel like I could mm. I could do fine off eighty, ninety Ks a week. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and maybe stay injury free. Yep, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no, that's that, well that's, that's the most important I'm part, isn't it?
1: Because as soon as <laughs> yeah. you go over and you get injured, well yeah. you're back to square one.
2: Yeah. And I've taken a very conservative approach. Like I was injured over a year ago and <clears throat> I'm back to seventy five K weeks now. Okay. So yeah.
1: no pain, feel good.
2: No pain, feel good, yep.
1: Excellent. Yeah. What What's your next race?
2: Um I'm going down to do four peaks. Oh right. You yeah. were there last
1: year. Yeah,
2: I haven't actually registered, so hopefully I'm gonna go. No need I've, to. I've, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just rock
1: up. Just rock out yeah, Just smile. <laughs> so casual. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah so Co- that, a couple of boys from law
0: will be down there. We were there last year. It's a great yeah. great. Are you guys weekend. going? Not, not this year. year. Uh, yeah. No. But it, yeah, you'll have a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I recommend fun. some
1: bakeries and breweries. Yeah, and, yeah for sure. Yeah. It's amazing.
2: It's <laughs> Started amazing. my sky running training. <laughs> yeah. oh, you it It's very hard. steep. <laughs> you'll have a great
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got
0: FOMO talking about Yeah, you'll be up in the sky, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were coming back from your injury, you looked like mm-hmm. you did a fair bit of sort of simulated altitude training. What sort of sessions mm-hmm. were you doing in the, in the chamber? Like,
2: um, I've been doing a bit of bike, like running bike in the... Um, altitude because so I work. My office is in an altitude gym, yep. um, so I have access to that, and I do one ride right a week now in there.
0: Yeah, and just continue
1: um, to do that as a general fitness sort of thing. I return. think so. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. I and think, do, you, do you find it improves your fitness? What do you do? You find? Do you think there's benefits there?
2: Well, I, I used to train in there. Uh, I train. I was training for Pike's Peak in America one year. Um, I did the half marathon at Pike's Peak. And so I joined this gym when I wasn't working there and started, I did one only once a week. And I feel like I was pretty fit and I always had the best run, like the best sessions that I had would be the day after mm-hmm. doing that session in the altitude gym. So I don't know whether it it worked or not, it's but I felt amazing somewhere. the next day and I ran amazing the next day. So maybe. Oh, that.
1: <laughs> well, that's good to know, considering that Hattie's uh, setting up a, an altitude yeah, going to uh, Health.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Like, Putting an altitude chamber yeah. in. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah watch this cool. space. But sometime next year so. Awesome. It should be fun. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to get it but happy hour. Yeah, apparently <laughs> drinking beer in a uh, altitude chamber works much more effectively. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Save some money. That's today.
1: right. <laughs> we can, we can do all our interviews there. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So, so. It'll be
2: fun. That's <laughs>
1: right. could be fun. could be fun.
0: <laughs> So you're engaged to Mike Delgano, If I pronounced yeah.
1: that
2: correctly. Yeah.
0: You guys are like the posh and becks of trail running. So how <laughs> did you manage to land someone who loves running as much as you do?
2: Well, he happened to keep up with me on a <laughs> <laughs> on a seven hour training run. That was our first our first run. Yeah, right. Our first sort of getting to know each other.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I was looking for someone to to run with and. I used to pop pop down to um, Pace Athletic where he worked yeah. and um, just have a chat because he was just this really chatty running guy and I like to chat about running. Mm. He thought I was flirting with him, but I wasn't. Just, I was just chatting running. about running. Oh, I was just chatting about running. Sure you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one day, yep, I was like, can we, or oh, not can we, do you want to <laughs> go for a seven hour run with me?
1: Get your stories straight. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and so it just kicked off from there, really.
1: There you go. There so, you, go. Yeah.
2: you reckon
0: seven hours of running is like five days? That's, That's so stupid. F- <laughs> you cover a lot of topics in that yeah. time, don't yeah. you? really get to know each other. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. like five dinners, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. You've progressed that relationship along Very really quick. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive work. What on, Mike? Or yourself, So, yeah. I guess the next <laughs> question is who has the biggest running shoe fetish? Mike. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. he works in a in a is he still at now, right? Yeah,
2: he's with Salomon. Salomon, yeah,
1: yeah. Salomon
2: and Sunto. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So he has a lot of shoes. He's just recently thrown out a couple of garbage bags full, and they're still wow. in the bottom of the cupboard, down the hallway, in the wow. uh, wardrobe. Yeah,
1: what's <laughs> so. eleven?
2: I think oh, no. I, I, don't, I don't know At fieldside <laughs>
0: um, I should grovel for some salmon shoes like our last uh, interviewers of Steph Austin <laughs> 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 Please please,
2: please.
1: No way I get all my shoes from Renault. That's right, yeah. Correct.
2: Well that's one of his clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So So do you guys ever target the same races or follow the same programs or you do your own thing?
2: Yeah, he did UT850. At the same time? Yeah, yeah, he was behind me. (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) You you
2: beat
0: him? Yeah. Yeah. Did he go out too hard and you went past him or were you always No,
2: we're pretty um, I went out ahead, but we we're pretty close okay. at the start. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he would have been catching me, but like at the end because I was dying. You were fading. Yeah.
1: So you don't have that talk over dinner and say, <laughs> want to start out together, and then maybe I'll just leave you after five k's.
2: No, we're we're actually we're actually discussing our plan for um, Old Ghost.
1: Okay. So, you're so both running. We're both running
2: race. Old Ghost, and so is my brother. And. Um, yeah, we're discussing. He, he thinks he'll beat me, and I think I'll it. beat him. And
0: tension <laughs> at home—that's
2: good. Um, he he usually tracking. goes out too hard, but he's learning not to. So that, that's good that's for a him. Thing. <laughs> <It's common>. Yeah. <laughs> and I get like pissed off if he passes me, so, uh, and he knows that. So it depends if he's tries to pass. Yeah, it. tries to pass me. Just
1: yeah. the psychology. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And, and so who has the fastest foot track time? He does. Does
2: he? Yeah. Great. we did like 4.05 or, or something, 4.15. We had my 5 in it. 4.05 Yeah.
0: So that's, that's going to be great on you a little bit, doesn't it? It does. So that's yeah. why I have to go you back and down. do it.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's going to be tough at the dinner table. I'm not sure I
1: can handle that for my wife. No. I had a faster six full time. Nah. No. Wouldn't be that hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's still too soon, Wolfie. Jesus. <laughs> So, so what's your take on the rise of the uh, insta-nutritionist? Does it frustrate <laughs> the crap out of you that people are doling out nutritional advice simply because they look good in active wear? Or?
2: For sure. Yeah, yeah that is, it is very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think there's so much advice coming from all different angles on social media. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, you just have to be mindful of... You know, who's giving you that advice, and, and, yeah. and I guess know that everyone's got an opinion on it. What works for one person doesn't work for another.
0: Yeah, it's a good way of saying it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've heard <laughs> that
0: before. <laughs> but, like, what, what's some of the wacky stuff you see out there? Like, what do you have to deal with in clinic? You know, what are people being told?
2: Oh, the, the, the low carb thing's pretty pretty common. Um,
0: so low-carb and endurance exercise, you mean? Or? Yeah, or
2: fasting. A lot yeah. of athletes are trying fasting. Yeah. Um, not, yeah, I think, yeah, they're just risking They a, a lot of the time. I mean, it, it has a place sometimes, but um, it is quite risky for high-level athletes to try those things, yeah.
0: Um, I've been hearing one of the Aussie coaches, Dick Telford, I think, saying... He couldn't think of a better way to sabotage an endurance runner than to take away just the car Yeah. So, yeah. it just makes no sense, does it? No. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've had a pretty interesting weekend in running last weekend, so I think most of the world watched Kipchoge break the two-hour marathon last weekend.
2: Yes, I did.
0: You were there. Amazing. Yeah. What would be your personal breaking two performance? What What sort of what race or time would be the pinnacle for you?
2: Mm. I'd like to do um, UTA fifty under four hours. Okay. Four hours. Five hours.
1: five 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 hours hours. (laughs) four hours
2: would be pretty good Um, five hours and the hundred I want to do the hundred in daylight if possible finish in daylight about eleven and a
0: half something like
2: that yeah Yeah. I've kind of said I'm not going to do the hundred until I know I can finish in daylight because I've never done the head torch thing
1: yeah
2: (laughs) 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 and so I don't want to yeah
1: fair enough
2: (laughs) I don't know that's pretty good that's pretty fast though so so yeah yeah Yeah,
1: two good motivations there I think there you
0: go Breaking 11.5 and, and breaking 5, that's pretty good. <laughs> so
1: yeah, yeah, that's
0: good. What do you, what do you reckon, uh, like, Kipchoge ran 2 hours and 20 seconds last time we tried, and he ran 2 hours one thirty nine in a race. What do you reckon the difference was? Like, they had a whole bunch of setup there. Mm. What, what do you think made the difference to make him go to one fifty
2: nine? Yeah, like, I reckon that... The how it was set up with the, the pacing line, like the neon line going, mm-hmm. and the formation of the people, like the windbreak. Yeah. So he would have just had to zone out and... Not think about
0: not it.
1: Not
2: think about it, no. yeah.
1: Did, did you notice... You know when they did the Breaking 2 project, they, it was on the, the Le Mans racetrack, and there was no-one out on the course. Yeah, yeah. And he's spoken about the atmosphere and the encouragement from people. Yeah. And then when he did this... Um, new time I can't call it a record time No, uh, but when he did this new time um, the there, was, there was three quarters of a million there was, people or something, yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was tens of thousands of people mm. out on the, out the course yeah. giving encouragement and yeah. we know that that's a motivator for him
0: yeah I reckon you're right I reckon the psychology was much, a much bigger component than the technology stuff yeah. like mm. I reckon not thinking about what he's having to do, mm. like so not expending any mental energy whatsoever on pacing or anything like that. Yeah. And then having mm. that, yeah, having the crowd. I think it's a big fat fat Yeah, I think it's a big factor. What
2: arm. about the shoes? Well, I don't know. <laughs> how much
0: how much are the shoes better than the last time two years ago? You know, like
2: they look they
0: looked well pretty been. impressive. The they're things, huge. They? Yeah. I'm not sure. What a lot of technology
2: about? in the soul of them? I don't. I don't What's
0: know. in there? A bit more carbon. Springs.
2: Um, springs. Have
1: you yeah. ever worn a 4% or No. No? I haven't, actually. No, have no. you? No. no, no.
2: God, no. I'd blow it
1: out. So many people do. <laughs> Stu Rennie, Rennie, friend of the show, we had them on this morning at Dolls Point Park Run. He's got a fetish for 4%ers, <laughs> yeah. Stewie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So on the same weekend, the 16-year-old women's marathon record gets broken by 90 seconds by Bridget Cosguy. What do you reckon is more impressive? Do you reckon breaking two or that record oh.
1: but how old is the record 16 year old 16 years in that's, a race that's I don't know it's, that's pretty and impressive and broke it by 90 seconds yeah that's huge isn't it that's massive yeah so
0: anyway you can say the girl power thing I'll for okay. Yeah, that's impressive but I don't know, I don't know.
2: It <laughs> was it clean
0: was it clean drugs involved was Kipchoge clean who knows yeah who knows?
2: so the impressive one was the clean one
0: Okay, so maybe not either. No, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. No, I like to live in fantasy land. I'm happy that they're both clean. Yeah,
2: yeah okay.
0: Yeah, well done, Then I'm the close. woman's one. Go Kenya. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I reckon I'm, I'm, out of, I'm out of chat, woof. Yeah. You know, you've got anything more to mine? No, I don't uh, I think it was good mining. I think you've given us some good information.
2: That's, and that's... good. There's a lot of nutrition in there. Yeah, we yeah. like that. Thank you. We Thank like you. that. That's all right. We'll be better
1: for it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so if any of the listeners want to look you up or, or find you, where, mm-hmm. where can you be found?
2: Yeah, you can look me up on either Instagram or Facebook at The Running Dietitian. And dietitian is spelt with a T-I-A-N at the end, not C-I-A-N, not the American way. Did you know that?
1: Oh, right. <laughs> dietitian with
2: a that T. Way. Yeah.
0: Two oh, Ts. I guess I've always spelled it that way. Yeah, with yeah. C. No, no, no.
2: The, oh, with T. The real way. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Or yeah. would school
1: in Australia at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what about you on Strava?
2: I am on Strava, Yep, yeah, Yep, yeah. 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 just pick, pick Sophie pick Brown. Follow me yep. on
1: Strava. Yep. And your yeah. kudos. Yeah, yeah,
2: follow me on Strava. Yeah. 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 I already
0: do. Do you? I, I have kudos. Will.
2: You Start. will? <laughs>
0: <Start>. <laughs> okay. Follow the path <laughs> of the you. old Ghost Ultra. And we we'll look forward to your times in Bright, too.
2: Yeah. should be fun. It'll be fun. The yeah. Beachworth
0: yeah. Bakery, Sophie.
2: Oh, yep. Yeah. Superb. Yes, I have. And the Bright Brewery.
0: You can't get past that. It's amazing.
2: I'll yeah. be there. Yeah,
0: yeah. good. Yeah. little beer in the river as a recovery tool. or oh, chocolate
1: milk.
2: Yep, perfect. Paintings. Milkshake. <laughs>
1: Unreal. So, thanks for uh, joining us for the podcast today. I dare say it's uh, your first and only podcast that you do inside a brewery. A brewery,
2: yeah. yeah. It's pretty amazing in here. And it's
1: surrounding that.
2: <laughs> and the bubbling's still going on. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That soothes me. Yeah, it's like being in the aquarium, isn't it? <laughs> if you close your eyes. <laughs> Alright, (laughs) Sophie, great chatting to you. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. We'll see you at an event soon. See ya.